Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Levi. Thanks for joining us today on the Ecclesia Podcast. As we begin our prayer and reading today, let's start off by taking a moment to pause and to be still and to be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at and what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank him for all that he's done, is doing, and will do. prayer for grace. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and Everlasting God, you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Defend us by your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor run into any danger, and that, guided by your Spirit, we may do what is righteous in your sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you draw near, meet with me, and lead me into your kingdom today. This is Romans chapter 13. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment, for rulers are not a terror to good conduct but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval, for he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is the servant of God, an avenger of one who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God, attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to whom respect is owed, honor to whom honor is owed. Owe no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. Beside this, you know the time that the hour has come to you to wake from sleep, for salvation is nearer to us now than than it was first, than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand, so then let us cast off the works of darkness, and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy. 
but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on this scripture, I'm drawn to a particular part of it, and it kind of reminds me of my upbringing with my my mother, who has always been relatively good with money. Um, she dealt with a lot of finances with the company she worked for. She was human resources, and so naturally she was the one that took care of the money in the household. And growing up, you know, I think everyone kind of get they get their I guess their appreciation or lack thereof of money from their parents or just the people around them. And my mom specifically, I remember her teaching me as I was, you know, growing up, becoming a young man, I was working, I was getting my paychecks. And, you know, when I would look at my paychecks and see how much money was taken out in taxes, I would grumble about it like just about anyone would. And my mom being the grace-filled, wonderful, godly woman that she is and being the wise woman that she is, Um, shared with me the godly wisdom that taxes are a necessary and good thing, um, despite the fact that I don't get to be the one to spend that money uh, on whatever I want to spend it on. Um, And this is, uh, of course, this could go into a long debate of the necessity of taxes or whether taxes need to be as high as they are. That's not what I'm saying. I'll always vote for the person who's going to be the most efficient with my tax dollars Um, But at the end of the day, I think some form of taxation is definitely beneficial, especially when you consider all of the amenities that at least us Americans get to enjoy. You know, I think of the fact that, you know, I live in an area where, you know, there's there's running water, there's clean running water, for one, there's access to electricity, there's access to, you know, homes, there's access to nice walkways, Um, there is a police department that is, you know, keeping the peace and, uh, you know, keeping the law uh, upheld and all that. Um, you know, there's businesses near me that are selling me goods. And, you know, I can, th- I could take it all for granted and just say, man, I can go anywhere and spend money on anything and do whatever I want without having to worry about wars and, you know, th- uh, bands of thugs running in and, you know, taking over the town with, you know, their bigger guns and whatnot. You know, I think of the old West, um, all it took was a, a better gunslinger to show up in a town and he'd shoot the sheriff and now he runs the town. Uh, I don't know how true or, or historically accurate that was, but at least that's how it was portrayed in the movies. But I think about, you know, all the good that my tax dollars go towards um, and how much of that I take for granted. You know, I think of the safety specifically that, you know, children get to uh, experience on the, on the in our streets and our roads of course, depending where you live, that may not be true, you know, but I think of public schools, I, th- I think of all the general amenities, no matter how imperfect they may be, they're available. But when you compare that to other countries that don't have very well-established authorities, they don't have very well-established governments, um, they have governments that are very weak, that are very poor, and as a result of that, the people suffer. And so as much as I... Uh, the American in me wants to grumble at the amount of taxes that I pay. Uh, another part of me, and this is totally comes from the Lord and being beaten in me from my mother, um, is being thankful and being grateful for the fact that I get to pay taxes to what I see as a generally good system. And we again, we can debate on on how good that system is. And of course, it could always be better. And so let's always 
vote to make it better and let's always come up with better ideas. But at the end of the day, I don't think anybody, any, any of us can really say that we have such a bad system that all our tax dollars are completely wasted on it. I think there's a lot of general good that our tax dollars go to. And so if, you, if I'm going to take anything out of this passage, though I could take a lot out of this passage, I think that's one thing that jumped out at me the most. So I guess as a bit of an encouragement, praise God and thank God. Take a moment to praise God and thank God for the situation that you were born into, the privileges you were born into, the society you were born into, and the fact that all it takes for all of it to function is for you to pay your tax dollars. And praise the Lord that he established governments to uphold the peace, to uphold law, to uphold order, and that we get to benefit from that. Heavenly Father, we thank you for order. We thank you that you are the God of the process, the God of order, the God of law. Lord, that you delight when law is abided by. You delight when there's structure. You delight that there is authority because, Lord, you have established it. You're the one who establishes every authority above everyone. And that isn't just the president, but that's governors, that's um, chiefs. You know, that any any person who is in authority, Lord, you have established for your good purposes. And so, Lord, I just want to take this opportunity to pray for those who are in authority at all levels and in all structures um, all around the world. But most importantly, here in my country, 
Lord, I just pray for your grace and wisdom to be bestowed upon them. And Lord, that we would not take for granted all of the good and all of the privileges that we have been born into, that all of the good things that we have on a day-to-day basis uh, that we take for granted. Father, may you open our eyes to be more appreciative and more excited about the simple things that we get to enjoy and without having to, to fear, you know, bombings happening left and right, without having to fear, um, you know, I guess rapid violence and, and, and unending wars surrounding us. Um, though that may be true to some extent, depending where we live, but Lord, for those of us who do live in areas of, of very great peace, Lord, may we thank you for that. And may we always honor you for every moment of peace that we have. And so, Lord, we pray that you continue to guide us and lead us in our daily lives as we continue to represent Christ in our communities and um, to those that are around us. So, Lord, through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.